Hey everyone, it's Megan Strand with Engage for Good. I just wanted to remind you that the submission period for the Halo Awards is now open. So if you were involved in a top social impact campaign in 2017, we want to know about it. Please visit www.engageforgood.com forward slash Halo hyphen awards for the submission packet and more details. Welcome back to Car Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by Engage for Good and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com and selfishgiving.com. Now, on to today's episode. Hey everyone, it's Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another exciting episode of Cause Talk Radio. On the line with me, of course, is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hello. Megan, we're talking about one of our favorite. I know. I'm so excited. I know. I know. I got to get. If my dog wouldn't go berserk sitting here in the office, yeah, you'd bring him in. This would have been the perfect show for him to be on, right? (laughs) Absolutely. And I just have to say that how many episodes has my dog started barking in the background? Not very many, but occasionally. Yeah. And you've heard my dog before. Oh, yeah. yeah. We hear Charlie all the time. That's right. And now on the line with us now, we have a dog expert, right? From a company of dog experts. On the line with us right now is Brock Weatherup, and he is Executive Vice President, Strategic Innovation and Digital Experience at Petco. And Megan, he's here to tell us about the launch of a new app called Heads and Tails. It's the first iOS app that parents of pets can use to both get gift cards and donate to help animals in need by simply taking what we all love, pet Pet selfies. selfies. Hey, Brock, what's going on? Hey, happy to be here. It's always fun talking about pets. So happy That's to be here. Right. That's can I right. Just, can I just tell you guys how hard it is to actually take a selfie with your pet? Because I tried because I was going to go in the Heads and Tails app and post a picture. And it was so bad. And my dog was so uncooperative that I was like, I can't even post this. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, every time I tried to take a picture of my dog, Charlie uh, Brock, um, he ducks his head. Like he tucks he it strikes a pose. So, yeah, it's just like, no, he, he's kind of That's what like, my dog was doing too. She would look yeah. away or she would like, you know, kind of nudge my face. So I could, I was getting a picture of like the underside of her chin or something. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and Charlie was just like, I don't do these for free. <laughs> like, you know, you need to pay me for these, you know, but we have a nice picture of you with your dog, Boulder. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, 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 he's a special guy, but he, he has the same sort of thing. Do, doing selfies is not simple. That, that's for sure. I think, I think he's as vain as everybody else. So, yeah, yeah. Well, judging from this picture, he's got you better trained than you have him. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could talk about our doggies all day, but let's talk about something much, much more important. Let's talk about this new Heads and Tails app. Tell us about how you came up with this and what you're hoping to accomplish. Yeah, well, it, uh, it literally came out of a just a, a one of the folks who who works here I've worked with before. We're just like, look, we have to do something fun. You know, everything usually at uh, you know companies like are, are 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 serious and have to be you know kind of all all comes about doing something. So we're like, how do how do we have some fun with our name and you know what what I what I describe like for us like, hey, you know, our our business is how do we educate pet owners? How do we validate the choices that they're making? And then the third pillar of that is celebrating joy of pet ownership and we're like what way better to do that than do a pet selfie app and that's literally how it started 
And we should sort of clarify what it is. Joe alluded to it earlier. So essentially, you get you download this app, you take a picture of your dog. Although so many of the pictures on there, I'm just saying, were like professional pictures of <laughs> Joe and his like Yorkie dress in a Starbucks outfit that like some really nice photographer took because yeah, that doesn't that's not reality people, but still. So they take their pet selfie, they upload it, and they um once they get a hundred likes in a month, right? Petco will give them a $25 gift card, which is amazing. And then they'll donate $25 to the Petco Foundation. Also amazing. That's how it works, right? That, that, that's correct. Look, I mean, it, it it's fun to do. And then at the same time, if we can, you know, have it be, well, hey, look, you know, I, I, I do this. Everybody has a pet, so they're, they're, they're probably buying something. Um, and look, who, who, who doesn't want 25 bucks to do that? And then, you know, core to, you know, what we do and then what most animal lovers do is they want to help other animals in need. And so what a, what a great way to, you know, allow someone to be rewarded individually, but also then doing good for other animals. Well, and Joe, what do you think about what do you think about the dollar amount? I think it's very generous. Like you don't often see like you get $25 and we're going to donate $25. I mean, that's amazing. I mean, granted, they have to work a little bit for it. But yeah, yeah. but uh, but Brock, let's face it, too. I mean, if you're going to build if you're going to get people to your app, you need to offer something good, right? Totally. I mean, people have a lot of choices on what they could use for an app. And, you know, some people, you know, when they're using an app like that to say, hey, I'll just put it on Instagram and hashtag it or something like that. But to get them to use your app, which is valuable in itself for a retailer, is important. And it's also worth incentivizing people. Did you folks think about that when you were creating those amounts? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I, I kind of go a, a little bit differently with it. it. It has to be fun and engaging first. And then, and then you can, you know, incentivize engagement and incentivize kind of the fun of, of, of that engagement and reward someone for participating with you and your brand. But it first and foremost has to be fun. And I think if you, you know, the feedback that we've been getting and the ratings that we've been receiving, you know, in the app store and other pieces has been extremely positive and that it's easy to use. It's quick. It's fun. It's, it's easy to sort kind of follow through. And we've, and look, we literally launched it you know, about three and a half weeks ago. Um, so there's, there's lots of, and, and for those who've been with us for four weeks, there's been a whole lot of different, um, you know, new iterations of it and new versions of it that have come out. Like the most uh, talked about kind of feature that people would really like to have is following, right? So you can follow someone. So that will literally cross our fingers. It will go live kind of next week or or at worst right after Thanksgiving. But we, 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 we were very specific in terms of, okay, look, how, how could we start this and get people excited? where it, you know, it isn't, you know, I have to jump through 50 hoops to get my reward, right? Like I love simplicity and consumers love simplicity. And so we said, look, here it is. You do it. You can win one of these in a month. And oh, by the way, it's $25 for those people who have one. You're at a, a point where, okay, we, what we literally do is send you an email and you have a code. You can use it right away. There's no I have to do $25 and spend it against this and only on Tuesday when I'm standing on mm -hmm. one leg and doing whatever. I mean, there's no, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. no crazy rules. That never happens. It's just a straight up, you get 25 bucks, right? And then on the other side is, you know, um, we're very proud of the, of the Petco Foundation, which is one of the largest uh, foundations of doing good for, for companion animals. We actually donate as a foundation roughly about $35 million a year, which is astonishing. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and that's all through donations by pet owners that have interacted with us, typically 
at the cash register, whether they're checking out online and saying either rounding up or adding a few bucks, but it's amazing how yep. generous our customers are. Um, and we put that to really good use, everything from helping, you know, turn, you know, cities around from kind of high kill rates to, you know, getting very low to working with places like a uh, pen veterinary to solve pet cancer. Um, so, you know, it's a really amazing foundation. So that's a wonderful part of, uh, a, you know, a part of our organization. So you were talking about uh, the simplicity of this. So how has it gone so far? We're about, you know, when this airs, you'll be, you know, maybe a month into it, but how many people have actually achieved their hundred likes? I was, I naively thought like I was in the app and I was like, oh, I'll just see how many people have gotten hundred likes. And I was like, I don't have all day to just keep scrolling through this app. There were so many pictures there. So I had, I was like, I have no idea. I'm just going to have to ask Brock. Yeah, being be totally honest with you, it, it has, um, look, we, we had high expectations for it, but the, you know, with, with frankly very limited promotion out of the gate, um, people are just having a blast with it. And so we've actually had over 2,000 winners. Uh, so wow. Our, um, uh, like in, in, in literally in the last kind of three and a half weeks, which is amazing, which gets us to, you know, donating about $50,000 to the PECO Foundation and, you know, sending out um, that amount to, to, um, to, to individuals. And so we're really excited about it. And then frankly, the coolest number to me underneath that is, um, while we're not there today, but maybe when this, this goes live, because it'll happen sometime this weekend, we'll actually cross over 1 million pet selfie likes which is just wow. crazy. Wow. So there've been, oh, so wow. been, you know, one, one million times somebody said this picture's cool and they've loved it. And that's just amazing to me. That right? is amazing. Brock, you are sitting on the next Facebook. I'm not quite sure about that, but we're, we're, we'll, we'll get there. So it's a <laughs> let's talk about that a little bit. Cause Joe brought this up earlier. So, why building an app like people are like oh i'll just build an app like it's not easy to just build an app so why create an app versus just like having a contest in facebook or instagram yeah well well again people think you know building an app is super easy and it's not uh, no it's uh, not and, 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 <laughs> and a lot of people launch apps and nobody cares too so there's a lot of like you know there's a lot of right. apps that sit out there that that have, that have no engagement so kind of the the, the why an app was look you know that there are there are ways that we wanted to create the interaction in a very positive very easy way i mean there, there's incredible stats out there about i think it's something like you know 30% of facebook profiles are actually of pets or some like absurd number like that which is amazing to me right or you have you know instagram cats that have you know you know, 5 million followers. And you're like, okay, great. Like, well, that's amazing, right? I, I I used to work with a woman and her dog had 6,000 likes on Instagram. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh like it, it, it's awesome. And, it, and But it just shows how much, you know, look, pet, pets are part of our lives, right? And becoming more and more a part of that. And, you know, when we decided to say, look, let's build this as an app, um, we thought we could just create a far more uh, simple version, focused version. Again, going back, we talked about earlier, just I, I believe that we as consumers like very simple, very clear value sorts of things. And, you know, Instagram has lots of amazing stuff. And obviously Facebook is, is, is you know, wonderfully easy and they're, they're fantastic, but they have complex interactions, right? Some people do it for news consumption. Some people do it for sharing information and keeping up with their friends. But I mean, there's all sorts of different things that are going on in there. And we just said, like, let's just focus this around pets and our awesome kind of human animal relationship and let's have some fun with it and let's keep it clean and simple. 
Good. I mean, and like I said, I think you got the right. It's a good combination of fun and incentives to get people going and stuff. So the $25 donation and then the $25 that goes to the foundation, how long are you going to continue that? Um, we're going to continue that for, for a while, whether it's exactly, you know, kind of that situation or not. We, you know, we, we've Again, part of it is you, you never really know what you're going to create in terms of engagement until you throw it out there. But we've had, you know, some of our great partners um, and, and vendors that we work with have said, hey, can we can we create, you know, part of a different sort of, you know, double donation or can we structure it some different way to, um, you know, what, what, what somebody else might want to do? So it, it will change, but it will always have a, you know, benefit to you as an individual and benefit to doing good in the world. Brock, does it have a tie-in? Does Petco have a store app that it ties into, or is this going to, in some ways, replace the Petco app that you currently have? Or uh, you know, do they talk to one another? Yeah, we, we don't actually have an app right now. Um, so we, you know, we, we've just focused on people engaging again, my, engaging in the website and kind of and and how they interact with our store and with with our partners. My, my belief around apps, especially around commerce apps, is they have to be really special because otherwise, why should you care? Um, and so, you know, don't you know, kind of go too far with it. But, you know, look, ne- next year we, we will be bringing a true kind of Petco app to the world, but it will not be what most people think, which is a you know a, a way to just buy stuff. Um, you know, we we need to make it really engaging and really enjoyable. And so when when we get to that point, we're going to bring something that people will want to have on their you know on the homepage or on, on the on the front of their phones because it's just it it has to be more interesting than visiting. You know, we we, we can visit through Safari or Chrome or whatever it is on your phone and have a great mobile experience, which we believe we deliver on Petco.com. Um, we just made that choice, uh, you know, out of just what I think needs to be really special or don't do it. Yeah. And I think some of the research I've seen too, Brock, is that in many instances, people prefer mobile pages to going into apps, Correct. you know? So if you want to know the hours of your local Petco, it's just as easy to go on Google and search on that page and find it. And then it is just to open an app and look for it there. You bet. I mean, I mean, the, you know, the, the statistics of people who have downloaded and, and installed apps and then never come back to it or never actually own it or, or open it are are staggering. And actually, you know, it, it was funny as, as you kind of educate folks who maybe aren't closer to it. And we, we literally right now have a 65% repeat open rate, meaning oh my gosh, come in and then have looked at it again. If you're not in and around the industry, you're like, oh, only 60%. But if you're in the industry, like- Now you're like, that's amazing. Going like, wow, like what the heck has happened here? This is great. So, and what do you um, what do you attribute that to? That was going to be my next question. Like I was, you know, we know that that's a big issue with apps, just getting people to come back once they download the app. So um, what do you attribute that 65% retention rate to, re-engagement yeah, I, rate I, again, to? I, I keep going back to like, it, it's simple and it's rewarding and it's fun, right? And those are, you know, if you, if you can build those sorts of components together, then yeah, why not? Can people win again once they've already won? Just out of curiosity. Um, you can win once a month. So yes, you can win. Oh, that's again. right. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yep. You know what I think about it too, though? I think going to the app and what I've liked about it is just kind of going on the app and looking at it. And I've even had my kids download it and stuff like that. Is It's just fun to look at and it's positive. And, you that's know, it's true. almost like it's almost like if Upworthy was an app. You know what I mean? Like, that's you know, great, you just great, go great there and example, you see like these sure. good things that kind of make you feel good. Look, we all like Cute to smile. puppies. Right? Like, look, we all like to smile. 
right? And we all like to feel good. There's, there's, there's enough stuff in the world that makes us bummed out, right? So, um, and look, you know, pets and cute pets and our interaction with them. No, no, nobody looks at somebody who's like, you know, with their animal or pet or and goes, oh, that's terrible, right? Like nobody looks at a little puppy or a little kitten or, you know, look, we've actually had, um, I don't know what the exact numbers are, but we've had you know, a, a wide variety of other animals besides dogs and cats. We actually have a- And I saw a snake- yeah, there, there's there's snake, there's lizards, there's birds, there's bunnies. I mean, it's you know, but really it, dogs. Yeah, because they're the best animal. Yeah, really. just saying. As, as a dog guy, I'm not I'm not going to disagree there. So we'll have to. Sh- hey, um, I haven't seen any pig pictures yet, though, Brock. You know, we haven't. I, Are they on there? Uh, I see a rat. Um, I'm on it right now. I'll have to check that out. I don't know. We, we were actually we were, we were talking one of the um, one of one of the visits part of Petco is a, a company called Live Aquaria, um, which is really in the saltwater uh, fish tank world. And so we we're like, okay, well, and, and, and I was literally meeting with them earlier this week. I'm like, you know what? We should actually just have a fish channel where because people want to show off their aquariums and people do these amazing yeah. things that takes a massive yeah. amount of time and energy, and they make these beautiful things. And it's like. I bet people would like to share that. I know I'd like to see them because I think they're pretty awesome. So, oh, that's good. So, Brock, I noticed there were some ads in the feed, mostly for Petco, but I saw at least one pet food vendor. Is that a way to monetize this app in the future? Yeah. Yep. I mean, you look, there there are a couple things that we'll do with it. One is, first and foremost, it was how do people just start to engage with what I would describe as the new Petco, as we're continuing kind of on our transformation going forward as an organization that, you know, look, people engage and go, this is really fun. And wow, this is Petco. Wait, you mean kind of that retailer is just doing something fun, right? And, and you know, I think the, the, the world and the consumer, you know, is looking for different reasons to give their loyalty to different you know, to different companies and they're, they're making those decisions very different today than they used to. And so the primary piece is absolutely around that. The economics of it on, on the back end of what it will drive, um, you know, I, it, frankly, it's, it's, it's TBD, right? Part of it is, hey, like, look, let's just get people to kind of reintroduce themselves to our brand and who and what they are. And I think they'll love what they see when they do that. Um, and, yeah. you know, when they go in and, and they you know go to one of our stores and they interact with some of our, the amazing people that are in our stores and when they walk out going, wow, like the person at the store, like really educated me and I learned something and I got something amazing out of it. And like, maybe that was worth the extra trip, right? Um, yeah. Versus just yep. sitting at my couch and, and buying what I've always bought. So that's kind of the real core of it. Um, I think, you know, w- we will utilize it because as a, as a, as a retailer selling other people's stuff, um, you know, we have great partners that work with us and, you know, part of it is how do we help give them exposure and use it that way. But it, it's not like if, 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 this was purely a startup and we were all by ourselves where you had to make this a economically viable standalone business. We'd probably be thinking about it a bit differently. Well, you know, what's interesting, um, Brock and Megan and something Megan and I talk a lot about too, is this is an example of content marketing too. I mean, a lot of people think of content marketing as like your email newsletter or your blog or something like that. But you know, there's an instance, you know, you can have an app as a content marketing and you know, what you're trying to build here is a subscribable audience that maybe over time could be monetized. And you know, one of the examples I would point you to is, have you heard of Seafood Watch? Yeah, sure. Yep. It's fabulous. Yep. And they're a great example. And you know what I didn't realize about them, Brock, is they have all these other things associated with Seafood Watch, including, Megan, do you know they have a conference? 
really? you know, that's all about like sustainable seafood and stuff like huh. that. So you, they've done a really nice job doing that. So, you know, I think it's a great opportunity with something like that. And what I love about something like this, Brock, is like, you know, the diversification in terms of you folks really thinking outside the box. But now, you know, one of the questions I wanted to ask you, though, too, is one of the benefits of having an app is that you it can lead to using some other types of technology like beacon technology where you know when people if they have the app open when they come into the store you could push message them and stuff like that are there any thoughts around that right now uh with the heads and tails apps or is that something you've thought about at all um, not not specifically relative to heads and tails because again the 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 I, again, going back to because oh, oh, it's just a fundamental thing—the the, the purity of what it is, right? Which is just having fun, right? And engaging and being a participant with that. Um, when we talk about kind of how we develop and how we'll continue to look forward at relative to Petco um, and how we integrate with kind of Petco going forward, that that and, and what that app will be when we bring it to market and, and what will be differentiated, there there will definitely be some of those elements. We also have a third. Um, you know, you talk about kind of content marketing. Um, you know, there's a there's a third app that's part of of what we do called Pet Coach. Um, which is a expert advice engagement platform and, you know, where we have, where, you know, basically you can ask any question that you want to. And we have a team of veterinarians on the back end that answer it. The whole belief of it was, Hey, look, let's, let, let's, let's do, let's do this in a way where, um, you know, you know, we, we, we create more educated pet parents. It, it literally came out of an idea where uh, my sister happens to be a veterinarian by total coincidence in this. She's a, a small animal emergency room surgeon, so she's super smart and amazing. Um, but I get to always call her, right? I, her name's Chris. And I'm like, hey, Chris, you know, Boulder is, Boulder, my dog, right? has whatever, right? And and I was like, okay, well, most people don't have a sister who's a vet that they can call. Um, how could we make this way better? Because, oh, by the way, she's super smart and she's super capable. I trust her immensely. And it's not Dr. Google. It's not a random forum, right? It's not a random question in the dog park, but she's really a vet and she knows what the heck she's talking about. And so that was really the impetus for, for Pet Coach. Um, and in that, if you can imagine, we've actually answered over 300,000 questions. Um, oh, so my gosh, that's out there. Cool. We answer about 4,000 questions a week. And, and it's amazing just, you know, the, the questions that people, and it's just, you know, and we get feedback over and over and over again of just thank you, right? It helped me. Do it, and, and and again, the simplicity of those things makes the big difference. And so, people keep it open on there and, and available. Well, you know, it's so smart too. And you know, I'm amazed sometimes, Brock, that you need to explain this to people too. That having something like that is a great way to build an audience that knows, likes, and trusts you. And that's what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because people have those options. Wow, that's good. So, Pet Coach. Is that an app too? It sure is. It's a, a website and app. I'm definitely going to check that out. That's awesome. I would love to check that out. Yeah. So it, it starts cool. to lead into yeah. things like, you know, kind of tell a vet, right? As you kind of, you know, again, how do you, how do you start to answer some of those questions? Because again, it's like most people ask those questions in Google. The problem is you don't know who's actually answering it. Right. And, and it's exactly. also, <laughs> while we all have dogs, right? And, uh, you know, Joe talked about your your smaller dog versus my big dog. While we're both dog owners, our dog owning lives are very different. Uh, absolutely. And no, and I think credibility goes a long way too. And, you know, let's face it too, when you're dealing with someone that's credible, like you were saying, like your sister is a vet and stuff like that. I mean, they're right up there with our own doctors or nurses or pharmacists in terms of people that we trust. Absolutely. Right? I mean, they're, they're, they're yeah, huge influence. Yeah. And, and look, they should be because look, it, you know, 
animals are complex and yet, yet they're, they're wonderful. They're also very simple, but, you know, and, and getting the right answer from an expert is very important in making sure that your pet is happy and healthy. Hey, Brock, can you just give us, um, since you are a strategic innovation and digital expert, can you give us as a, sort of our, our lead out question here, just a sense and, and I'm asking you because you're our you're sort of an atypical guest for us. We're usually talking to somebody that's specifically focused on cause, and it seems like you have a little bit of a different perspective. So can you give us a sense of the things that you are trying to keep your eye on in terms of emerging cool digital things that might have a cause tie-in or might be able to have a cause tie-in? Can you just leave us with a couple final interesting innovation thoughts? (laughs) Yeah, I I think, look, I mean, so much of the world and so much of consumer mindset wants to make sure that how do we bring doing great things into our everyday lives and so whether it's stuff like you know a, a pet coach or it's the rounding up or you look at you know companies that have you know wh- whether it's the tom's shoes of the world right or as you you know you, you look at things like a blue apron and quarter their marketing message is not only how convenient it is but the, how they're also helping improve the food chain right in their marketing and how they make it and and like seafood watch and i think you know any company that is out there if they don't have a core part of what they're doing that is you know being genuine right because we we want to work and give our money and time and energy to companies that we believe are against the are, are benefiting the thing that we're engaged with. And so how do we do that? And, and you can see it in pretty much every organization that is finding success to do something. Like that. So even, you know, whether it's a, you know, a- Amazon and their, you know, their whole Amazon smile sort of, you know, components, I think are, are really fascinating um, because they bring, you know, they, they bring benefit to what we're doing. Brock, thank you so, so much for coming on Cost Talk Radio and telling us a little bit more about heads and tails. If people want to learn more about you or the app online, how might they do that? Yeah, so you can go to uh, headsandtails.com. Obviously, you can also get through it via via petco.com. And just on a a very personal, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's just at Brock Weatherup. Excellent. And we will include that in the show notes. How about you, Joe? Where can people find you online? Well, people can find me on Twitter at Joe Waters. Uh, definitely visit SelfishGiving.com. Sign up for my weekly newsletter. comes out every Wednesday morning. And check out all those pins on Pinterest, Pinterest.com front slash Joe Waters. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? I'm also on Twitter at Megan Strand, and I tweet for Engage for Good at Engage for Good, which is also where you can find show notes for today's episode, EngageForGood.com, as well as SelfishGiving.com. And while you are online, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast and iTunes so that you do not miss an episode. And on behalf of Brock and Joe and myself, I'd like to thank you for joining us for this episode of Cause Talk Radio, and we'll talk to you next time. 